The Grim Reaper Gamers are a 25 and over gaming community with members spanning the globe, playing games across all genres, but our roots are in first-person shooters. Bring your thick skin, drink of choice, and grab your controllers. GRG members are on nightly with official community nights every Wednesday. And now, it's time for the ReaperCast. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Grim Reaper Gamers ReaperCast. We are on episode number 104. We are loaded. We're not going to waste any time. Going around the horn, my intrepid co-host, he is the the Philly fan, and he's on pins and needles wondering if they're going to get uh, Bryce Harper. So let's get to him. Jammer, how the hell are you? What you drinking? What you playing, buddy? I am. Well, you're a Phillies fan, oh. so. Okay. Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> Uh, yes, I, I, Johnny, I haven't been able to play anything. I'm so worried about Brace Harper. <laughs> uh, I've been too worried. I haven't been able to play anything. Uh, hey, John, sorry. I was uh, in the middle of uh, checking free agency news, I guess, not doing work um, when when you came to me. How are you doing? <clears throat> I'm doing fine, except for you just no sold that like an undertaker. Like the you, undertaker sitting better? right up. Huh? Am I feeling better? Yeah. yeah. Oh, from last show? Yeah, that was a... That was not that long lived, I guess. Feeling rough, crappy, whatever. Well, I think like a runny nose in Nebraska cost you about two weeks, so at least it wasn't like the flu or anything, because you certainly still wouldn't be on the show then. Well, if I had a runny nose, I'd have an icicle hanging out of it right now, because it's fucking cold out. But that wood paneling doesn't keep you warm? What? The paneling? No. Yeah, the wood, yeah, does it keep you warm behind you? Not a, not a terribly high, um, not a terribly high R factor. Or R rating, whatever yeah. you want to call it. Uh, I'm drinking a soda right now. Um, I'm playing Atlas. Lots of Atlas. Lots and lots of Atlas. Played a little bit of that crappy, I mean, that uh, Anthem. <laughs> and uh, Crackdown 3. Uh, so yes. That, that's what I've been doing. You'll get to weigh in on the show later. All right. Well, that's why I did it, because I'm a professional. Oh, there you go. Yeah. All right. Chair number three, he is the grimmest of all Reapers. He is the head grumpkin. He is Lala Calamari. Jack, how the hell are you? What you drinking and what you playing? I'm doing well. Uh, first off, what I'm playing is uh, I'm playing one of the new shiny pennies, Apex Legends. I'm trying to trying to get a win at some point in this game. I'm getting close, but haven't pulled out that win. Uh, I've also been playing a lot of Call of Duty Blackout. And uh, last night I was bored with nothing to do, and I fired up Red Dead Redemption 2. So I uh, I think I got through the tutorial. I'm not sure how much longer I'll last in it, but I got past the tutorial section. So uh, what am I drinking? So uh, last episode I was talking about um, Evil Genius Beer and Hand Shot First IPA. It's a double IPA. So I got up a six. I got a six-pack of that, and I'm drinking that right now, and it's pretty damn good. And Hand did shot, shoot first. Well, of course he did. What what mm-hmm. communist would think otherwise? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, that's just wrong thinking. Hanners <laughs> <laughs> and Han. I always get it. You know, is it, is I think it's Han. I think it's Han. Uh, I've always gone with Han. Yeah, it's Han. It's Han. They always went with that in the movies. So Han, it is. Well, didn't Leia call him Han though? I don't know. Yeah. Or maybe she had her hand somewhere on him. 
Well, maybe. Ooh, kind of like the picture of uh, Chewbacca having his hand his hand on somewhere there, too. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what kind of crap you're in. I mean, I'm talking about Leah in the bikini, and you're going to Chewbacca. So oh, there, okay, I'm going to have to find that photo then, because I've seen it's an outtake photo. I've seen yeah, it. Sure. Chewbacca yeah, has his hand on her know. boob, and the, she's all shocked. It's, it's confirmed <laughs> Johnny's in the fl- uh, furries. Yeah. Well, I think it was Carrie yeah. Fisher in the furries. <laughs> All right, and tonight we have a fourth chair uh, because we are talking anthem. So we're going to our resident Desi, I mean anthem expert, and uh, <laughs> discussing <laughs> discussing uh, Bungie. I mean Bioware's new um, offering to the gaming world, uh, published by Activate. I mean EA. Uh, I'm just so, wondering if his Xbox vomited. Uh, <laughs> went into went into shock. Um, Valiant. So far, it's been working. <laughs> Valiant, how the hell are you? What you drinking? And do we even need to ask what you're playing? Well, you know, uh, it, it did kind of move my my system. Let me install Anthem, and for almost 20 hours now, it's worked. Um, although I have to say that that during that time, I did do a little bit of Destiny. Mm-hmm. You know, we had a raid on Saturday night, and I had some Iron Banner stuff I had to finish up, and you know, a couple things like that. But uh, you know, uh, I got a decent playtime in Anthem, and I'm uh, I'm I'm pretty happy with that. We'll talk more about that later, obviously. But yeah, obviously, you know, now I'm I'm playing two games. You know, it's uh, there's two games to be played, hmm. which which is One a doubling of the last time he was on the show. <laughs> yeah. One was space magic with jumping around and all, and one was space magic where you fly. Mm-hmm. So yeah, really, very, really very, good, very good job widening the palette there. <laughs> There, it's like it's like going on vacation. I'm going to, to like a totally different genre. They're not even remotely similar. <laughs> different publishers and you know different stuff. Five minutes in, already off the rails. Nice job, guys. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about community night real quick because we're kind of changing up things just slightly for this show, just to try to accommodate time and right. not be here until tomorrow. Um, Oh, community I, I nights community nights are wednesday nights as always you know playing various various types of games check the events calendar at grimreapergamers.com slash events or check the forums forums.grimreapergamers.com for our special events like i said wednesday night is our weekly community night there's anthem probably still some destiny maybe um apex <laughs> uh call of duty you know, blackout uh atlas you name it we're playing it folks um, anything you want to add there, Jack, to the, uh, anything special or do we want to go straight into your rant? No, uh, we're trying to still get a, uh, Call of Duty tournament going and it'll probably look like it'll be like a solo, uh, not a team-based one. So it'll be like a, just a regular deathmatch tournament. So, uh, make sure you stop by the forum, sign up if interested. All right. So, uh, without further ado, Jack, I think you have something bugging you this week. I, I actually have two rants. Oh. My first rant is, um, you know, I go to this forum, RememberGamers.com, sign up for a Destiny raid, and I don't get an invite. <laughs> I don't get an invite this Saturday night. So that was my first rant. I mean, I don't know how that happens, but you, know, you own the site and all that, and... Wow. So my feelings were hurt. I cried. Um, second, second rant is actually uh, my real rant. Um, so 
my kid, my, obviously I have two kids and they, they're crazy about Fortnite. My, well, especially my youngest. And on Valentine's Day, they came out with a, a glider that you can give somebody as a gift. The only way to get this glider was to have someone give it to you, like a Valentine's Day gift. So my kid asked me if he can have, if I can gift him the glider. No big deal, right? No problem. So I signed on Xbox, Fire Fortnite, go to gift it to him. Oh, you need two-factor authentication turned on for this. No problem. I have two-factor authentication turned on for a lot of my accounts, especially like MMO accounts and whatnot. Go to do that, set it up. I still can't gift it to him. Turns out when you play Xbox, you fire up Fortnite for the first time. It creates a headless account. And it's not connected to your Epic account. All right. So I go to Epic and I go to merge my Xbox account with my Epic account because you can do that on the website. And lo and behold, it wipes out all of my Fortnite skins, all my progress, everything. I lost it all because <laughs> it it got rid of the headless account, this bunch of random numbers, and uh, merged it with my Lala Calamari account with my Epic account and Thankfully, I didn't have too much time or you know money spent on this. I think I put like 20 bucks into the game, so I had some skins, some Battle Pass skins and whatnot. So I didn't really lose too much. I could imagine if it was like my kid, he would hang himself in the closet because he's probably got like $60, $100 invested into Fortnite. Um, and also, thankfully, I took a picture of my headless account ID number prior to it so I can go to support. And after a week, a week uh, long tech support back and forth, uh, they managed to recover my account. And I got back my headless account. I got back all my progress. I got my stuff back. Uh, but I just can't figure out why this is so hard. You have the game on Xbox. Why can't I sign in and just convert my account to my Epic account right there on in the game? And why is it not seamless? I mean, it blew this thing away. I had no idea. I lost it all. And very frustrating. So anyway, that's my rant. Like, why can't they make this stuff easy? Now, of course, uh, I got an answer for you. They'll, they'll play crappy Fortnite. Yeah, well, that's I probably won't. I spent all this time recovering the account. I probably won't even play the goddamn game again. But I just, <laughs> just had a principle. I wanted my shit back. You, you, know you, I mean? you currently um, have more time in recovery of the account than you do in game. Probably. Yeah. No, I, mean, I, played, I played a couple of the battle seasons, the battle passes. Um, yeah, like I said, like I didn't have too much. It wasn't like the end of the world, but just was... You know, it was just, I was pissed off. I'm like, God damn it, I want my shit back. <laughs> yeah, so we've why, had the same problem so to do that? with my son's. Son has one that's on the Xbox, and then he has one on the um, Switch. And the one on the Xbox is not synced to the Epic account, but the one on the Switch is, and I can't get the one to travel over. No, if you look know. on... If you pull up the account, you'll see like account ID and it's some crazy ass random string of numbers and it's it's what they call a headless account. And apparently that's what mine was. And I don't know how to convert that over to my Xbox account. Hmm. You know, but well, then again, I, I don't know anything about menus and stuff like that, so they're usually my downfall. So it's probably me, but why can't it be easier? That's my rant. Why can't it be easier? Absolutely agreed. It is not easy. And on that, let's get to the news, because we have a really loaded slate, especially for, what, borderline spring, although looking outside, you wouldn't know it uh, in most places. So um, getting into the news, uh, first thing, release uh, last week, last Tuesday, Crackdown 3 finally showed up. The game we have often said would never be playable 
is playable, and we have someone who can prove it because he has played the game. Jammer. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Oh, I did. Yes. Yeah, I played it. <laughs> you right. you admitted yeah. it in the first yeah. segment. Ne- next segment, I played it, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, that, that that took the age-old question of Crackdown 3 or Star Citizen, which was coming out first. Yeah, it did. And let's face it, I think I had neither in the pool. But if I remember right, uh, I'm playing. I'm playing it for a dollar because I did that Game Pass uh, promo thing. Because mm-hmm. I haven't done Game Pass before. Um, the reviews are awful. They released the game at the worst possible time you ever could release a game that's been talked about for five years. Uh, right when Anthem and Division are hitting, so those are probably not the time to release the game. Nope. But they did anyway. Uh, the art design uh, is kind of eh. But it has the same addictive qualities that I liked about the first one. There's all those little orbs for me to go get and jump and get stronger and jump higher. It's got Terry Crews. That's a win. And it doesn't have the stupid things that happened at nighttime in the second game. They basically went back to what the first game was like. So even though the reviews are in the tank, uh, I'm quite happy with it. So if you like the first one, you like this one. Now, I did find interesting in the camp in the uh, Game Pass... Those sneaky little bastards. Not that I would play multiplayer anyway, because then I have to play with people. But um, it's only the campaign with Game Pass, not the Wrecking Zone multiplayer. It's very specific. When I download it, it says campaign. Oh, yeah, but I thought they were releasing the multiplayer later. Oh, maybe there are. I don't know. Because I, I thought they don't. Because I don't think I, they I don't have like that. I don't think they have that whole cloud, you know, that whole cloud thing and all that stuff, you know, where it's supposed to be dynamic cities and all that. I don't think any of that's released yet because I think oh. everything is. Well, then it doesn't matter. I mean, because I play in single player. So, yeah. Yeah. Because I don't I, think I like even... it. I, I've been playing. I played it for probably five hours already. From what I saw, it looked a lot more like the first. Uh, I didn't see too many similarities to the second, which is a good thing in my own opinion. But Yeah. No, the second one was bad. Yeah, and, and I I love Crackdown. So, uh, and and I'm just addicted to to getting the orbs. I see the orbs and I, I have to have them. I'm I worry about that more than than the enemies. If they just made orb collecting game, I'd be all for it. <laughs> so if you if you really like the first one, then even though the reviews are crap, you would like this one. All right. What if you're looking fa- for something different? Then no, don't get it. Yeah, one of my favorite comments was some somebody was saying how the game plays like a, a dated game. I'm like, yeah, well, it was supposed to come out like what five years ago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah I, there won't there won't be probably a crackdown four because they've totally screwed the the pooch between the release date and how long they've taken to get this game out because it's not going to sell. People are going to play it through Game Pass maybe, but yeah. nobody's going to shell sixty dollars out for that game. Yeah, yeah, but if it moves, really blew it. If it moves Game Pass, that may be a success. I mean, because Microsoft is really trying to push the subscription service. If it's one of the movers of Game Pass, they may still consider that a success. Well, that, that's yeah, what they want a lot you of to Game do. Pass things, yeah. Well, there's a lot of Game Pass games that I'm like, nah, or I just buy them. But this one was one I didn't want to pay sixty bucks for, and I'm like, okay, it's a dollar for a month. I'll, let me plow through it. And pay a dollar for the game. Yeah. And then cancel my Game Pass because I look. Well, the, the Tomb Raider one's on there now, too, with the sequel, uh, the latest one. So I might keep it for that, too. Um, but Game Pass to me isn't a, a long term thing. A lot of the games there, if it's a game I like, I'll just buy it. 
Yeah. All right. So, good game if you like the first one, but it's going to tank. All right. Um, in the world of content creation, a little bit, this is a little bit disturbing. Uh, YouTube recently stated that they can demonetize a video based on offensive comments in the comments section. Now, to clarify, this has nothing to do with the content of the video or anything the content creator has to say or has posted anywhere. This is if somebody comes in and makes an offensive comment in the comments section, then they can elect to demonetize the video. I, I don't. I think this is a bad move by by a content provider who has made nothing but bad moves lately um because you cannot be in control you know short of just shutting off comments and you know if you have something that has a like ten thousand comments you can't guarantee that you're going to get everything and you shouldn't the creator to me should not be liable for what some jackass says that trolls that's trolling in the comments yeah i think that i'm a little baffled with this because uh they just can't seem to get their shit together i think they just are constantly making the wrong decision and and it's only a matter of time till some other service comes along and just bypasses YouTube. I mean, nothing is forever. I mean, you look at the different things and I think Twitch think has YouTube, like, yeah, you think they're this giant and they own this monopoly. Well, they are at the moment, but that's going to change. And if they keep doing stuff like this, they are demonetizing everybody all the time for anything. So these content creators have spent a lot of time and effort editing, creating content videos. I mean, there's a lot of people that's their living and they, they do a good job at it. And you just keep taking away options from them to make money. But why are they going to use your service? And as a place that all they're doing is just displaying what other people create. So you're going to limit the people willing to create stuff for you so you can make money. It's just it's just a bad business decision. Uh, demonetizing how they offensive it. comments is, is just amazing. They, they have not done anything right. So I'm I'm a little blown away by, by this. I'm I'm wondering though if it's something where they're just warning people that this is something they're going to do if people allow nasty toxic stuff in their stuff. And we're not talking about a single stuff. My guess is that the whole response is racist or just nasty nasty stuff that probably ought not to be there. I wonder if that's what they're doing and they're just saying, "Okay, we're updating the policy to to show that." We just don't know how that's going to play out. But I'm with you. Like these guys, if they do go heavy-handed on this, they're just gonna say, "I'm moving all my stuff to Twitch. I can. It's all gaming yeah. stuff anyway. I'll move it to Twitch." Well, and, and Twitch the, the nasty, nearly nasty stuff. That that that's the entire internet. <laughs> oh, yeah, basically, yeah. yeah. I mean, you're gonna have some asshole out there, some that has nothing better to do than to fuck with you. Oh, you know, Valance on there making content. Well, watch this. I'm gonna spam him with Nazi chat in it, and so he gets demonetized. It. it you're going to have people that do stuff like that. I mean, I see that stuff at GRG. Well, the uh, the the whole where this came out was a a, a parent of a you know someone who's who stream who did a video with their kid, some like craft creation or something. Somebody put in a an offensive cha- an offensive comment, got reported. YouTube took off all demonetization or completely demonetized it. Um, so it was over, you know, a couple comments and, you know, not over anything the creator content creator did. They just didn't catch the comment in there in time and YouTube shut off demonetization. That was it. They didn't allow any kind of, you know, reconciliation on that. Here's what gets me. You have a subset, which is usually 4chan, who is a bunch of jackasses, the fedora wearing assholes 
who go <laughs> out trying to shut down minorities, women, whoever, anybody that doesn't think like them. In other words, virgins living in their mother's basement. And they're going to go out and they're going to try doing everything they can. And they do this already. But now that they find out they can hurt somebody's living doing this you think those assholes aren't going to go out there and just do everything they can to screw up somebody's living livelihood because they don't like them because they've actually been laid or they make sense or they aren't dicks that's what it boils down to and that's what youtube is catering to these assholes like that completely useless site who who will basically go it because they have nothing better to do they have nothing going for themselves so they're going to go and wreck it for everybody else. And that's exactly what this is going to cater to. And for a company, the company behind YouTube, Google, whose mantra is do no evil. You've done a lot of fucking evil lately, guys. That's all you've done. So Wait, this isn't your rant. I, I know. <laughs> Guess what? Freaking bonus rant this week, boys. Wow, we're, getting a lot, we're getting a lot of rants this, tonight. Well, Lonnie, uh, well, Johnny is charged up. Bases, Nebraska. <laughs> these these assholes i mean oh my god and and youtube just catering to them is just trash and you know you made a comment somebody's gonna pass them twitch already has mm-hmm. twitch flat out has hell facebook's catching up to them not that they're any better but <laughs> that's just for game stuff but there's a lot of other like channels on on youtube um anything so yeah but it's twitch just, has a ton of twitch has the irl the just chatting whatever the creative yeah. streams. I mean, they're really branching out too. I mean, yeah, they're people do painting. Just they're painting on Twitch. There's That's people saying, painting. Like, there's people exercising. Why I don't know, but <laughs> yeah, exercising in skimpy <laughs> outfits, bending over. Yeah. You know, and those are just the guys. That's Johnny. And, that's Johnny. They're not going to de- demonetize those. No, you know. Well, they would if it was me. Rightfully <laughs> so. <laughs> you would make money? I don't know. I mean, no. <laughs> that's a that's a one way trip to a channel shutdown right there. <laughs> People would pay you money to stop. Yeah. Here, I was going to say, say, you know, more squats. I, I would Lucrative. watch it. I, I admittedly, I would watch it because I keep waiting. When is this guy going to drop dead? <laughs> oh, it happen any second, live on air. I think that's a, I think that's against Twitch terms of service. You can't fall asleep. You certainly can't die. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, let's I get... tell the kids, don't die on me, then I got to fill out paperwork. Oh, God. <laughs> tell that to my kids. When, when my sports teams complain. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Uh, back, to, back to a little Xbox news. Well, kind of Xbox news. Um, rumors floating around that Xbox Game Pass will be coming to Switch with some games that are specifically designed to run on Switch or allowed to run on Switch, can run on Switch. I don't know how you want to say it. I don't know if streaming is going to be a part of this with the games that can't. And there's not very many details right now, obviously, because this is a rumor. Uh, now, I noticed that Mike Ibarra, the, uh, one of the VPs at Microsoft, uh, or of the Xbox division, kind of kind of teased everybody with it a little himself that by putting up the definition of rumor and kind of a couple of winks and shit um, in the when he was responding to this as well. So not exactly a denial, but not exactly any confirmation by any means. But what do we think of the idea? You know, there was a there was a lot of rumors early this gen about Xbox having a handheld. Now it kind of seems like maybe Switch is going to be the surrogate. Not happening. That would be sick. That would be awesome. You think they're tag teaming? Like, steal my son's switch. I would. I just buy my own. 
just you didn't think about that. Like I could freaking play Destiny because it is in there, right? Vanilla, but I could play freaking Destiny at the office, all over that. Or Anthem. Nintendo won't move their licenses <laughs> to the console. Why the hell would they let Microsoft stuff on theirs? I said it a long it's time ago. Limited service. It, it, it's going to be an Xbox limited. My guess is going to be like Oni and some of those kiddier ones, and a little bit less, you know, graphic. But still, not going to be anything. Be gonna yeah, it's not going to be the AAA titles, but it, it, it still could be awesome. Could be awesome. I said it a long time ago. I was wondering if Microsoft was going more service with the Xbox platform. They would still maybe make some hardware or have some sort of hardware. We'll talk a little bit about another rumor there soon. But they they are also into the service. I mean, because Microsoft, and this is a no-brainer to say, you know, because Microsoft has been moving everything to a service. Windows is becoming a service. Office is a service. Now you have Xbox Game Pass. They're just, you know, it's service after service after service, and it's all about the in, incoming, the constant revenue, which is where the IT industry is going, for better or worse. But... This is very intriguing, and it's going to be interesting if this does pan out what games. Because, I mean, there are certain games that can be played on the Switch that the Switch has enough power for. But there are also some games that are going to be too powerful. And does that become a streaming thing? You know, do you get do you stream it kind of like the PlayStation Now service? Um, is it going to be cloud-based? Hey, are we back to the cloud again when it comes to Microsoft? <laughs> <laughs> you mean other people's computers? Um, or or I, I big old ones in the sky? I think this is their way of of tackling uh, Sony. I guess both of them are realizing that Sony's too big to fight by themselves, and they're they're tag teaming up and doing what they can to try to put a dent into that. Well, I mean, they've already they've already worked crossplay a few times, quite a few times, and are still still have a partnership there. It could be, you know, if Nintendo's getting away from non-handheld, even though yes, I know the Switch could be plugged into a dock and played as a console. But how many people really do? Not many. Yeah. Um, you know, if hitting, how's the Vita doing, John? How's the Vita? It is end of life yeah, as of last week. <laughs> it, it is no longer supported. It is dead. I, you know, I'd say a moment of silence, but I think that'd be more thought than Sony actually put into the damn thing. Here's but, the one question I have about this: Is what does Nintendo actually gain from this? Like what? You know, what are they getting from this? I mean, obviously, Microsoft's going to be like, sure, I'm going to give you, uh, you know, Xbox Live and you can go buy Minecraft and whatever games we can sell you on our service. What does Mike, what does Nintendo gain from this? Why would they allow this? Well, I'm going to guess if this is happening, that there's going to be some sort of partnership that allows Nintendo games to also come to the Xbox and a whole new group of players can play Mario, can play, or, you know, Super Mario can play um, Mario Kart, can play whatever, you know. I that's that's I guess where I see the most benefit for Nintendo coming out is if they start trading across platforms. Uh, John, uh, on the agenda, it, it doesn't say Dreamland segment. Jesus. So can we get back to reality now after your little lullaby of uh, Dreamland? Hey, 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 Crackdown came out. Anything can literally happen in the gaming industry. <laughs> yeah, but they killed the damn game. They brought it out at an Anthem launch. Well, I know it was a bad time. I'm just saying it actually showed up. I think, you know, I think sales may pick up once people <laughs> actually get over the stunned realization. It came out? 
<laughs> We've waited five years for this game. Let's put it out during another big game release. <laughs> oh god! Well, especially if the news is bad about the other game, they're like, "Well, there's always Crackdown." I heard that came out. Let's go play that. <laughs> and yeah. and about you four people saying, lane. "Really?" Keep moving. <laughs> All right. Uh, Division two open beta is this coming weekend, March first through fourth. Um, a lot of people. I mean, a lot of people played the uh, closed beta. Uh, I still am waiting on a key for that. Thanks, guys. Well, you, uh, you have plenty to play through with Division One. So uh, go back to look, that. I'm going to give the beta keys to people that deserve it, not people that never got out of the tutorial of the first game. <laughs> well, you know, maybe if you just let Johnny play the beta, then it take he he will get all the time he needs in the game, and he won't actually no, you know no. buy the game and not play it. No, it was more entertaining to watch him buy the DLC from the tutorial of the uh, first one. <laughs> Uh, I'm still I'm still on the fence about that one too, but <laughs> I don't know. I mean, the DLC you bought or the <laughs> oh, you mean Division Two? Division Two. You're still on the fence about the first one. <laughs> Division Two. I I don't know. Shooters just aren't. I don't know. Well, that's okay. Take a break. Um, yeah, this one I, it should be interesting. They they're going to be adding a, an extra mission. Um, add, adding a skirmish level. They're upgrading the level cap um all this stuff that i probably won't spend five minutes in because i'm just gonna wait till the game comes out uh since i'm buying this i i think i played division one i did the one mission and put it aside i didn't do any of the extra shit and i I might fire this up just to see what they're doing because i did make a lot of uh balance changes and bug fixes and the only thing i wish they would do and i said this before is add that a toggle uh, switch in there so you wouldn't be constantly spammed with players needing assistance. That's over and over and over again. But I'm getting this. This is the one I'm looking forward towards. Yeah, we know you've been on the uh, you've been on the on the list for this one for a while. So it'll be interesting. I just enjoy the, yeah, no I enjoy the uh, the Barbie dress up <laughs> uh, in division. So I'll, I'll, I'm definitely getting it. All right, no space magic, and and no space magic. And they have raids in this. I might get invited to. Yep, yep. I'm sure that I'm sure that somebody will invite you to a raid in that, in in the division. <laughs> All right. Uh, next rumor. Uh, well, yeah, rumor. Um, uh, once again, you know what? I think we have this about once a month, or maybe every two months now. Yeah, maybe it's, it's slowing good. down a little bit. So it's time for your bi-monthly rumor of the next-gen Xbox specs that are leaked and the possible release dates. So now, since we're now in 2019, we can't do the 2019 release anymore. So it's 2020. And now the rumors are uh, for Lockhart, which I believe is the, uh, the yeah, that's the that's the more powerful one. Uh, CPU okay. 8 core, 16, it's, a Zen, it's the AMD Zen. Um uh, so 16 threads, uh, four teraflops, no, Lockhart's the lower one, uh, four teraflops, GPU, 12 gig of RAM, a uh, one terabyte, uh, uh, one terabyte drive with a one gigabyte SSD. So kind of like a, kind of like a low end gaming laptop in some cases. Uh, the it's still a terabyte. Hmm. 
AirPlay to storage on that one? That's, that's supposed to be the streaming version. Well, that's I. Well, yeah, see, both getting it. I think. Yeah, this is the this is kind of flying in the face of the streaming versus not streaming one too, isn't it? Uh, because that was the rumor. I think that was the one a few months ago. Um, right, and the Scorpio is the other one, right? No, Scorpio was Xbox One X. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's right. So, so Scorpio, Anaconda, then... Anaconda, in a name that Sir Mix a Lot will really appreciate. Um, <laughs> uh, the Anaconda is also eight cores, 16 threads. It's 12 teraflops on the GPU. So it's a high, it's the higher, it's the, it's like the Xbox one X Scorpio. Um, All right, hold on. Time out. Time yes. out. Uh, you know, I, I'm a technical person. Mm-hmm. I'm very familiar with technical terms. What the fuck is a teraflop? Teraflop is a, is, Power. is commands, commands can be processed per second. And the higher, the more teraflops, the more that it can be. The more that can be processed, it's big in graphics cards. So, like your 1080 Ti or the 20 or the, the you know the 2080 Ti that's coming out and stuff. The newer ones they have better, they have more teraflops. Think of it like um, think of it like the megahertz on on yeah. the uh, you know even though megahertz are also used for GPU teraflops is that because it's the more complex calculations so the more teraflops the more complex calculations the more polygons the more pixels etc the better graphics so the more frames per second basically it's going to be the heavy hitter like the like the current xbox one x out of the out of the uh the family of the now again but again like valiant pointed out this flies in the face of the streaming version versus the the heavy hitter like the one at, you know, a streaming box versus a full-fledged console. So we're kind of, I, I don't know. These things can't ever keep their, their bets there. They're hedging I, their bets. I guess, I guess is Johnny that they like this um, entry-level Xbox and the Pro version Xbox, like they have now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So they like the idea of having the Xbox X in the next generation. I think that's what we're talking about now. That's what the the Anaconda is it's being called, I guess. That makes sense. I think that's what they're. I think they're going for. Well, that, that I think that like is too. It. But I think I think it's also a big old case of nobody really freaking knows, and they're just trying to drive clicks at this point. There's that. It um, works. <laughs> you know, you clicked on it. I clicked on it. Well, I, I clicked on it because Jack told me to. Because we we're going to talk about it tonight. <laughs> uh, I knew we were going to talk about it tonight. I did not click on it. So wait, you listened to me? Well, yeah. Wow. It was there. Actually, I had seen this article before. I was really debating whether I wanted to talk about it, but I saw you put it in there, so I figured, okay. <laughs> Anytime I see the PS5 or next-gen Xbox things, I don't even look at it. When they announce something, then I'll pay attention. Well, the problem is it's a bunch of it's a bunch of Wall Street rejects trying to guess this shit, so who knows what the hell they're coming up with or you know what they're, where they're pulling out their ass. The, the fact is, the only thing that sounds different from the last time we covered these rumors a few months ago is that the... The Lockhart is not a streaming box and actually has a hard drive because I think, you know, it was still a lower end graphics card. Everybody knew it was going to be eight core uh, 16 thread because that's the, you know, that's like the Ryzen 7 uh, G, uh, CPU in the AMD. And everybody knew they were going with that architecture. So, you know, the eight, the eight and 16 is the, a big no shit. Uh, you know, the difference in teraflops has bounced around. I think 12 has been the top, but that's one of the top graphics cards around too. Um, you know, and it doesn't say anything about the disc though, right? That no. was also rumored. Well, the disc is gone. Yeah. The rumor was the disc that is, digital is gone. I've, we've heard rumors of there's a disc in one, not in one. There's an external that might come in or it may work with externals like windows. I don't know. Well, 
All I know is the uh, there's no disc in my Xbox X. I've never used it. Well, there there's a slot there. I just I and I've heard you could put a Blu-ray disc in there. Well, actually, I don't no. even know what that is. You know what? I take that back. I've used it once. I did get on sale Thor Ragnarok on 4K, and I played it on there. So I have <laughs> used the drive. <laughs> One I have time. too. I have. I've been, no, see, I've been waiting for the HD DVD. <laughs> the HD DVD uh, <laughs> extension. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. You remember the helped. Xbox 360 shipped with that? The yep. original 360 had HD DVD. Mm-hmm. Like, and then it became an extension. It was the only place you could play those things because yeah. nobody else bought any of those. Yeah. Uh, because they banked on that and Sony banked on Blu-ray. Which, for once, Sony won. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for once, Sony's winning this generation. Yeah, that's true. Um, okay. You just hate Sony. You're, you're just anti-American. No, I'm not. Sony's Japanese. What the hell are you talking about? That's what I said. You always are ripping Sony. <laughs> It'd be anti-Japanese. I get it. Yeah. Oh, okay. oh yeah. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> I dozed off when you were talking about specs and nerd talk. You're anti-American because you hate a <laughs> Japanese company. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, all right. Uh I'm anti-Nebraskan. I know that much. Oh, good. That's good to know every time. Um, ArenaNet. Uh, some bad news coming out of ArenaNet, the developer behind Guild Wars, uh, Guild Wars 2, um, a great MMO game. Um, massive layoffs hitting another big developer. ArenaNet is going to be, I haven't heard numbers yet, but I know there are a ton being laid off there. In fact, quite a, uh, quite a percentage from what I understand. I got numbers. Uh, oh, you do have numbers? Okay, good, because I never did yeah. find numbers. Because I think a yeah, few they, other layoff stories happened, and it all just kind of got mixed into one big pot. Yeah, yeah, they they sort of start to, to, to let loose. This this hurts. This one hurts. Um, well, I know it does you, because you're a big Guild Wars fan. I I was, I, well, though, although I'm retired from Guild Wars, I'm officially retired, I put over 3,500 hours in that stupid-ass game. Jesus. Uh, I I was huge in the Guild Wars too. I loved that game. It was it was so much fun. Um, I played it just nonstop. And so yeah, so they they wound up laying off uh, about a hundred staff members. And what uh, and do you know? What percentage that is roughly? A or fourth. A fourth. Okay. Oof. A fourth 5%. of the employees working on Guild Wars two. That's actually not as bad as the rumor because the rumor was closer to fifty percent. But that was like yeah. the first day. Or, and I, and I don't know how legit that was. That was just a number I heard tossed around. Yeah, things are still going. Like people are still leaving. Like today, there was announcements in the Guild Wars uh, subreddit of some other like key staff members leaving. Um, you know, big a big thing that we noticed was last week. They were supposed to have a, a big world versus world stream, which was it's it's the uh, PvP section that I used to play. I spent all my time in. Um, which is this big, massively open-world PvP section. You play against three different servers. You'd have like about 150 people on each map per server, just fighting in castles and stuff like that. Um, it's pure craziness. And I, I that was my favorite part of the game, and I absolutely loved that part. Um, they were supposed to have a big stream announcing all bunch of changes, all bunch of new things for it last week, and they canceled it. And no. They haven't even announced like when they're going to re-air it, if they're going to do anything with it, or if um, if they're going to do anything with it. Yeah, and, it's, and then 
they follow through with these uh, staff members getting laid off, uh, all these different people. And I guess it's beginning to look like the end of Guild Wars 2, and, which is a shame. I mean, it, the game's about six years old. Um, it's not even that old. I mean, you have the other games like World of Warcraft, Star Wars still running strong. But mm-hmm. I guess they just can't generate the uh, the money There's because there is no subscription to this. No, so no. It's a you it. buy it. And, and what was it? It was like, what, the, the typical dress-up type? Microtransactions. Yeah, dress up. There were some microtransactions. There was stuff like if you were, you know, cash up to like increase your bank space, mm-hmm. your bag space. Yeah, that's right. That's like right. That. I mean, I probably when I played, I probably played paid close to a subscription because I was buying different things, or buying different out- outfits and stuff like that because I needed my guardian to look extra handsome. Mm. Um, yeah, this one, this one kind of hurts. Uh, I'm, I'm a little upset about this. I don't blame you. I mean, it's, even though I haven't played in years. Yeah, I mean. It was a good MMO, um, and it, you know, solid MMO, and let's face it, it was nice to not have a subscription-based one. Um, It is unfortunate, and, you know, the other thing is there's a lot of people, I mean, this is their livelihood, this is what they dreamed of doing, you know, working in the the games industry. And I'll tell you what, the games industry right now is just chewing people up and spitting them out right now. I mean, there's a ton of places laying off. Activision just went through a bunch of layoffs. Um you know, to the point where they even jettison the Destiny franchise. Uh, it's, you know, and I don't think the bloodletting. I mean, there's there's plenty of studios now that are independent that are picking up a lot of the slack, but the bloodletting ain't done yet. Uh, See, that's my concern. Like, a lot of people are, like, rejoicing when big AAA publishers are going out. They're like, hey, you know, the evil giant is going away. Um, and, and they don't understand that the EAs and the Activisions and, you know, large publishers that employ people, like when, they, when they're laying off 100 people, it's, those people are working to build games. We like to game. If there's less people building games, there's less content for us. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I don't I know just don't that. think they get it. I think, I think uh, the big corporation that, that create games, I think they're totally missing what people want. Um, and, and I miss the days like the indie games. I mean, I remember playing this like stupid little game that came out. It was written by a college person. It was a mod off a of Half-Life. It's called Counter-Strike. Yep. And it was, it was a mod written by a, a college student, which turned out to be one of the most popular games ever. You know, Counter-Strike is huge. Indie and, games are huge on PC still, though. And, and it's, just, it's just a shame. Yeah, but that's what... It, for consoles, it needs to come to that. They need to have smaller studios that are more uh, nimble, more agile, and and willing to take chances on stuff. And and right that's now, happening with like, the indie I just genre. Like how Valiant, how Valiant's complaining about, uh, you know, more content. Yet he plays Destiny with the same content over and over. <laughs> they keep making new content for my game. But the you know the but here's the other thing <laughs> to expand know, a little. Sorry. It's a raid on a it's a, it's a strike on a different map. <laughs> it, <laughs> I, but the thing is, you know, here's the other thing. It's not the corporate bigwigs or the marketing department that suffers when this shit happens to the oh, big no. companies. It's the developers. It's the it's the it's the people who are actually doing the work. And yeah. and that's and that's the part that sucks. I mean, because it's the it's the idiotic idiotic decisions at the higher level that trickles down and, and the only trickle down you get is shit rolling downhill, as my grandfather used to say. <laughs> So, you know, it's just, uh, 
It's unfortunate, and you know that's probably a bigger topic for another day because we do have a lot to talk about with Anthem here shortly. So um, we will we will keep this a little short. Maybe we need to talk about or focus an episode on all the damage being done to the gaming industry and how indies are filling in. So we'll, we'll leave that for a later one. But you know, we just you know, hopefully these people get on their feet. These developers, these these writers, these art designers, the people who are really the heart and soul of gaming get you know are able to get on their feet with another company and do well so um anyway let's uh move on to our next topic and that topic is the big release from friday well kind of the big public release once you got out because it was uh, like origin premiere was the week before wasn't it that you could uh, play a week early um and then so the big general release for everybody for anthem bioware's possible destiny killer Published by EA? Remains to be seen. We have our local grind for the loot expert, Valiant, on this week <laughs> to sh- to discuss. <laughs> to discuss. Is that me? Huh? No, no, it's not. <laughs> no? Oh. It, it's, it's as good an odds being you as it is me. <laughs> so let's talk Anthem and the pros and cons. Is this a Destiny killer? Is it a Destiny clone? Um, I guess let's just start Valiant. This is your time to shine, buddy. All right. Well, you know, there's a lot of different moving pieces here. Um, you may not have heard there's some, some negative stuff out there. There's been a lot of negative reviews. If you look at the forums, I've posted a few of those just to, to kind of offer balance. Um, but I'll, I'll start with kind of superficial view and then I'll talk about some details. So from a global view we had the demo and we had uh, two weekends of the demo and then we had early access and uh, a lot, a lot of negativity out there in, oh my God, this thing's terrible. There's a ton of problems. There's um, a good um... question on the early access. You're talking about the origin premiere release, right? Cause this wasn't to, to kind of clarify, because you got, I mean, you got Early Access, which is a discounted title like an Ark or an Atlas before release, and then you have the Early Access, which was kind of the Origin Premiere, you know, those that had, it was those that had Origin Premiere, right, that got the that got the title a week early? There's two. Early Access gave them 10 hours of gameplay, and then they were locked out, oh, and then the yeah. Premiere got unlimited on the PC only, no platforms. Right. Okay. Yeah, that's not, that's not, but in terms of things, early, like, it's early release. Early access is more of like what we play with, like Atlas, where it's a beta. Yeah, where it's like, oh, I see. You know, yeah, yeah. That's why I wanted to clarify because we've discussed early access no, no, a lot, and that's enough. more, you know, that's more the one or two year cycle before, you know, where people get a pay to be beta testers, basically. Um, no, it, versus... this is just like a one week early. You're in in what they're calling is the real game, and that's one of the the big complaints that was out there, is there was a day one patch that changed. God, I, I would say a hundred of the complaints that were out there. I mean, if you were to look at the the sheet, I think it, in the forums, it's got to be a full fill up on single spaced, a full eight and a half, eleven page of just the updates that hit day one. And that's bad and good. One, it's good in that they fixed it. It's bad in that we had people playing it for a week with a broken format and that's what a lot of the negativity out there in the in the community is if you know there isn't an anthem community per se but in the gaming community um 
that's there's a lot of negativity. Well, and probably and, the and anthem it, community too. I mean, you got a budding community that's coming out, and that word of mouth that first week, I think that's a bad misstep because the word of mouth that first week was not good as a result. I mean, and because you know, and that's why I wanted to clarify the early access versus the early release that you were talking about because those people still paid six. Well, they pay they pay what fifteen a month for Origin Premiere. Premiere is fifteen, and mm-hmm. uh, whatever the the the. Origin the, account, the, the Xbox that's like, one. That's like, $5 like the, a five a month or 30 a year, kind of like the Xbox, the EA Game Pass. It's the same thing, if I remember Yeah, right. basically, the, yeah. Yeah. So, same thing. These people are paying for this, and they got, you know, it's reasonable for them to say a crap version for a week. Like, I'm paying this extra money, and I got this this lower quality version. And I think one of the biggest complaints is the game shipped broken, as in, it's playable if you can load in. It's playable. Uh, it doesn't freeze up or kick you out. and Or, you know, you have some issues with load screens. Those were some of the things that were fixed on day one and all legitimate complaints. So I like to separate those into two things. We have some technical problems and maybe the game should have been delayed or those technical issues or said, look, we'll make it up to you guys that are paying this extra or something. It, it arguably shipped broken, then they fixed it. And there's a lot of negativity about that in the community. On the other side, we have the gameplay issues and is a story good? Is it worth owning? Is it fun to play? Is it something you're going to put hours and hours into? And the jury's out still on, are you going to put a thousand, is it going to be something where I'm going to put a thousand hours into it like I did Destiny? But I've played with 20 GRG members so far, we're enjoying the story. We're enjoying gameplay. I can play a high-level person and a low-level person can play together. Even tonight, I was, uh, I'm was i at like 23, and uh, two of the guys I was gaming with were near 10. And we're gaming together, we're, we're, and it's fine. It's not like they're dying a bunch. Anybody can join in. And so far, every GRG member that I've played with, and again, it's got to be 20 of us, um, it's a good time. We had one time, we had like three party, like one party, but three teams of four all gaming different doing different things all in the same party and i think i have yet to hear from anybody that all oh, this sucks i hate it and two of the people i've i've gamed with we've been kicked out i think a total of three times combined so yes some of the kick out stuff some of the technical issues still exist but for the most part i think they've done a really good job of fixing all of that stuff it was the major issues last week you see i, so, I think if you get kicked There's out, somebody just a in our times, Discord right now. I get kicked out <laughs> three times in a half hour. <laughs> I, I could I could say the same thing for pretty much any game I play, though. I mean, Destiny I get kicked out still. Uh, Blackout you get kicked out. It happens. It's no big deal. Uh, hopefully they fix stuff like that. I just know from uh, seeing everybody from GRG that actually has the game and, and that's playing. Everybody's pretty positive about it. I have not seen anyone not be positive about it. Uh, they like grouping up. They like going out there and fighting different things, blowing shit up. I, I think it's uh, if you have the game and you're playing with a group of people that you, you're friends with, it's a blast. I don't, not that I have it, but if I was to have it, Valiant would still not invite me to the raids. But um, <laughs> I've only heard positive things, and I've only seen positive things. So it's it's definitely we got a big group playing it, enjoying it. But- so. But what happens after, you know, 12 hours and I've just played it nonstop and there's no end game content? 
not. We don't know yet. Twelve twelve the, hours is too soon. What about the end? These all of them. You know what? You're all jackasses. Go outside for Christ's sake. <laughs> well, well, we're we're a gaming community. What do you want? You know, we're, hours I, hours I, I play games, but I guess what? I go outside and play sports too. It's called being active. What sports are you playing without getting crippled and broken I back and kids. knees? You yell at the kids. You tell the kids to play sports. <laughs> okay, yeah. so so I have a question. the The consensus of the more level headed reviewers that I that I've watched or listened to or read. And I'm not including like I know you I know you uh, shared those couple that were really really gar you know just thought it was complete garbage garbage yeah but you know those are in the cl- class of review that I was complaining about with Atlas that basically is saying shit for the clicks whether they believe it or not is immaterial they're just saying it because they know that the internet feeds off of negativity and oh this sucks no matter what the hell it is um they you know they just feed off of that and they're just playing they're just playing for the clicks basically you know may or may not believe it they may or may not care about it but they just want everybody to watch and it's in in shittiness sells in the internet especially in content creation so mm-hmm. so my question i'm going i'm took i'm looking at the more level headed reviewers the ones who are putting this in the six to seven category right now saying it's good, it's okay right now, it could use more, there's real potential there that might be met, but for now we're saying this is a six or seven, and you know, there's a really good game in there, but it needs to be fleshed out. Hold on a second, before Valiant goes into that, wasn't Destiny a five? No, I thought Destiny, Destiny was one. That. Destiny one was a five. Oh, was yeah. it? Okay. Yeah. Destiny Two was an eight, and it, and it was an eight in like a, the first month, and then you know by January or when Osiris kicked off, they were like it was that was when huge huge wave of toxicity hit Destiny Two. Yeah, because it was like okay, there's nothing left to do. It wasn't like Destiny well, Curse, One. We, curse you know, of Osiris was pretty bad, <laughs> but it was the curse. The curse of Osiris was the curse of Destiny Two, right? Yeah, it was like yeah. it it very much hurt it, but. I think Anthem will be the reverse. I mean, even those people that are negative about their stuff, well, this has better, you know, a better story, looks to have a better end game, it has a better loot system than Destiny 2 did at launch. So, wait a minute. They're saying this thing's terrible, it's the worst thing ever, but better than a game that that everybody's been put thousands and thousands of hours in and it's just fine right now. So, it even those reviewers, I think are saying they just don't know what they're saying. And some of them, it's interesting, one of the ones I shared with you is, you know, they're talking about, they, they kind of tip their hand. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. Um, I think my video is frozen. But, um, oh, that's why. That you know, I think that... Um, we hear you, so that's what counts. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, it's, it's, uh, it's an audio. But um, I think that some of these reviewers are like, it seems like they're, they're like Jammer, that they're tired of the genre. And one of the big things that seems like is, is a reasonable argument is um, that one of the things that Bioware is known for, uh, Jammer, is pro- pro- doing a great RPG story where you can choose one thing versus another and it has meaning for the story. You know, if you remember Knights of the Old Republic, you could choose light side or dark side. If you, um, you know, you do certain things, some characters die. Um, and that's not really something we're seeing in Anthem. I think that's one of the things that people are disappointed for is that 
BioWare has created it, set its own standard for storytelling and decision making and decision trees and creating things where, you know, in, in Mass Effect, Shepard made decisions that characters died. And so I would go back and you remember back in the day where you could go back to save files. I would go back in time and fix things because characters would die. Um, I don't think you're going to find that. It's not here. I think that it, it kind of doesn't matter your decisions. It, it does change some things, but it doesn't have the same weightiness that Mass Effect did and that um, uh, uh, Knights of the Old Republic had. Those were really, you made decisions and it affected, you know, people died or, you know, you didn't do things or your oh. side quests were not available. That, that's not going to be here. And the thing it's is, I don't think... It's the story, no. Yeah, I don't think that kind here. of... I don't think that kind of story progression and style is compatible with what they are doing with Anthem. I mean, Anthem is more the Destiny style of game where a it's about... Shooter. Yeah, it's a loot shooter. It's a... It's as, as Lala calls it all the time, MMO light. So that means the story is more on rails and not necessarily a branching story like a true MMO would be, would be where, you know, because I think more the combat and the looting is first in this style of game, where in an MMO like uh, The Old Republic or Elder Scrolls Online, it's the story first and the battles serve the story. Where, yes. you know, it, you know, and I'm, I'm not I'm throwing out PVP zones. I'm talking the, the battles within the, the campaign and the story. You know, the battles serve the story. In this case, the story more serves the battles. Of and, course. Yeah. I mean, I think that's true. You know, we look at that in Destiny, too, right? Like it's all that exists. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, this is this is Secondary definitely the same class. The game you call a clone or not. It's it's definitely um, the same class of game. What cracks me up is uh, we keep mentioning, you know, comparing it to Destiny 2, which I don't actually think that it's a it's similar to Destiny 2 other than space magic. Um, one of the reasons why I, I probably didn't get the game was it reminded me too much of Warframe. I mean, this game feels and plays kind of like Warframe. I know I'm going to get killed for that. but um, Well, the, some of the Warpoint frame guys came over, so it's safe to say that at least they feel it is. And that's yeah, why I said more of the class or genre, you know, because, because yeah. we don't know whether this is a clone or a killer or just another one in this space. No pun intended. So, yeah, I think yeah, the no uh, pun intended. The issues I had with it was the uh, you couldn't solo grind stuff, so you, everything is all matchmaking. No matter if even if you just you're you're by yourself and you want to put a few hours in by yourself, you're still getting matched with other people, and that was one of the things that deterred me because that was one of my issues with Warframe was you'd go into a Warframe mission and you get two other guys and they would clear out the level and you you wouldn't even see one single live person because everybody'd be dead because these guys would flip through there so fast. And I kind of wanted to be able to take my time and explore a bit. And if uh, they push I, forward, if they push the, you know, the, it's a wide open world, right? But if they move forward the, you know, the area, it's kind of like you get dragged along. Like if you don't quickly, you can stand still. If everybody in your party is standing still exploring an area, it works. If you're with like a bunch of GRG, that'll work. But if somebody flies ahead, you're going to get dragged along. It's going to eventually move you to a loading screen and it's going to skip you up to where they are. Yeah, that, um, that's one of the reasons why I passed on it. The other one, obviously, is the lack of PvP. So I was, without that, I just... Division's going to be your thing. And that's yeah, fine. That's, I think that Anthem's going to be my thing because it doesn't have PvP, and Division's going to be yours because it's going to be heavy PvP. I'll so, tell you, one thing I liked about the Division, I mean, the Division, the Anthem, that I really liked was the actual controls, like flying around, moving around, attacking things, shooting things. It, it was all pretty fluid. 
And, and I think they nailed it pretty well. I mean, the con- it takes like the initial, it takes you like five minutes to get used to getting your guy around, flying around and doing different things. But once you got it down, uh, flying, jumping, getting the spots, attacking things was, was pretty uh, fluid. And getting the combos to work. I like that. I mean, it, it, it's designed to be a bit more team-based. Um, obviously, it, it isn't, I think the biggest thing that is that, that BioWare thing, it isn't the same BioWare that we want to see. But funny story uh, about the whole team match made thing. I loaded into free play and we're doing this stuff and the mission doesn't, um, you know, the mission doesn't progress. You know, I, I load in and, and with free play means I can join somebody else's story in, in, in progress. So if in, in Destiny, if you ever joined a strike and it's already in progress, you kind of jump to where they are. So I joined free play and I'm in and, and it just doesn't, the marker doesn't move. We're just kind of stuck. So and then somebody joins and somebody else joins. Well, if that continued, that instance could still be going today, right? I jump out, somebody else jumps in free play. I jump out, somebody else jumps in. That instance, those four people or some four people are stuck in an instance that's never going to move forward. And in theory, it could just continue infinitely um, because the story doesn't move. And that's one of the like design flaws we saw. Also, I watched a video. One of the guys was playing the end game stuff and uh, it was three people in a, in a fire team. Imagine like three or GRG and one blueberry. The blueberry drops out. Another blueberry loads in that's a level three. And it's the end of the story. If he finishes that, it's going to totally spoil the story for him. And they tell the guy, they join, have him join the party. And they're like, dude, you want to get out right now? And he's like, have you, you're playing an alt or are you playing it through again? He's like, no, I just started like yesterday. He's like, you want to leave right away because this is going to spoil the end. And the guy jumps out. Well, those are the kind of things that, like, ook, you know, those are kind of a yeah, couple a, funny stories that I that I have about the whole matchmaking thing. <laughs> but here's my thing. I guess you know, uh, there's a whole lot of that. I mean, um, I was thinking of writing up something, a point counterpoint, because I think from the GRG perspective, this is going to be a good game for us. Um, I don't think it's going to be a destiny killer. I think it's something we're going to continue our raid night. It's going to people going to be over. People are going to get to end game. We have new content coming out in 90 days. So between now and 90 days, we'll probably play some destiny. And then when the new content drops, we'll all come back to Anthem, do our stuff, get everything caught up, check out all the new stuff and still do our weekly raids and destiny. So I think of it kind of like, you know, uh, you know, maybe it's date night. We go out and we have, date night with anthem and you do one or two day, days of anthem and then you know come back to the grind and destiny that sounds more like um, a mistress yeah yeah maybe <laughs> anthem's our mistress and 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 destiny's the wife you know um, anthem's the side chick to play a good game <laughs> yeah. you have to let me know what that is about, atlas so, so i played I, I had the 10 hour trial with anthem i played about you know 40 minutes or so uh, in that 40 minutes, probably the first five minutes, there was more story than I ever saw in Destiny. So that was good for me. I, I have to say some of the stuff, some of the cinematics, some of the, the writing is really good. I just think that people are so caught up in what Bioware used to put out that they think this story needs to be that. And by comparison, it suffers. If you didn't compare this to wasted, other Bioware games. It was wasted by the last Mass Effect. People already are against Bioware now after they ruined the last Mass Effect. Well, that's it. Again, they're all worried about, you know, Mass Effect Andromeda. Andromeda 
without talking about the content there is I get it. I get their arguments that it, it just didn't do a good job. It was a great story. And if they took it out of Mass Effect, it would be fine. Um, but I think this story is good. I think that people are just comparing it. They're looking for some epic Mass Effect type thing. And it's different. It's a looter shooter and uh, some some story put together. And by definition, it's going to be a little bit different than what we've seen before. And I think so, that. So you're saying more that Anthem's competition is Bioware itself more than Destiny, or you know, or what? I guess where the unfavorable comparisons are coming from is it's more its own competition. You know, its pre- its predecessors that are um, that are feeding the disappointment more than the Destiny crowd just being disappointed. And it's not another. It's not Destiny. Or, or yeah, destiny more, more, Yeah, I think more people are disappointed that it's not Bioware. You know, it's Bioware, not Bioware. Then it's, um, it's Anthem, not Destiny, because it's its own thing. That's fine. But I think the biggest thing comes from, oh my God, this is the company that did Dragon Age. This is the company that oh, started yeah. Knights of the Old Republic. This is the company that did Mass Effect, and this is what we get. And I think that if they could just get past that. I think it's great. And I think everybody in GRG that plays it and probably listen to this podcast are the ones that are going to, going to enjoy it. I have another question uh, in that respect. Do you feel that maybe, you know, we're talking about roadmaps and this is something, you know, I could probably go off on a tangent, but we were getting a little tight on time. Do you think maybe there's a little bit of roadmap fatigue with these games that, you know, that people are getting a little tired of paying the money up front and then finding out the content comes a lot later. And sometimes in an expansion pack, I know that's not necessarily the case or supposedly the case with Anthem. But like with, you know, we talked about way back when with uh, Destiny 2, you had to spend 200 bucks to get the complete game at one point. Um, Destiny was similar. You know, you had, to, I mean, if you, barring going on waiting for sales and shit. But can people, can you, do you think maybe some people are getting tired of the roadmap experience where it's kind of, you know, trickle in and if you, you know. Hopefully, hopefully Anthem sticks with they're not going to charge a bunch of money for new for new stuff for content. But, you know, predecessors have. You mean pay us another $60 and you finally get the game you want? Well, this one, I don't think you're going to be paying for it's it's definitely got some microtransaction stuff built in and it changes daily, weekly. And there's no, no, no. constantly stuff to destiny. buy. Um, but no, there's there's no DLC. Uh, no, no paid DLC. And I think to your point, we'll see if people come back in 90 days. Cause that's when we're supposed to get the raids. You can't see my finger quotes, but yeah. um, <laughs> <laughs> the first raid is supposed to drop in 90 days. And that's going to be like, like legit something that's going to be like four or eight or 12 man groups going out and doing, you know, mechanical functions to move things forward. Like we know what raiding is. Mm-hmm. And I think that, that will be the test when that hits and people play or people come back to play because they're, you know, doing other games because they've really maxed out their javelins uh, from, from the first drop. If they come back, great. And if they don't, then we'll know that this experiment didn't work. Well, see, that's where I think these MMO light games uh, really excel is maybe you don't want to commit yourself and play a game over and over forever and ever every day of the week. Like, wow, you got to constantly just grind and grind and grind. We can play these games, pick it up, max your guy out, take a break, go fire up another game, play a different game, and then new content comes out. You play through that. 
I think 12 man raids, if they have something like that, that's going to be a big thing for GRG. They're going to, you guys are going to have a blast. I think that's going to be a good time. So, if, I mean, if you guys are on the fence with it, that alone, 12 man raid with GRG, that's worth the price of admission. That could be where it gets real interesting. Cause yeah, that's not a, that's not necessarily charted territory with these, with these shooter style, these looter shooters, the, the loot style MMO yeah. shooter. Um, you know that big because what what are the is it six for or is it four six for destiny destiny six, six okay six so. for destiny the standard party or the standard uh what do they call them fire team if you will i forget the fire team for it and anthem oh, um, is, oh is four um but yeah this is supposedly a next level type of thing when you go to do these uh these raids and we don't they're going to be called um gosh there's cataclysms so this cataclysm is what started like um, in the very in Jammer when you saw the beginning of the game that was a cataclysm when all that shit happened. So we're going to be going into one of those. Uh, that thing at the beginning of the game was called a the Heart of Rage, and it, we're going to be going and seeking those out and fucking that shit up. Here's so, a question. <laughs> so if there's a twelve person raid, would I actually get an invite? No, yeah, no, thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> um it, you know it helps to show up you know it's one of those things where you know some people show up on time and they just i was on the party and i were was you? i was online you guys were all in anthem well and next thing you know we, we were in destiny yep we, we were in anthem we jumped over to destiny we finished the raid we uh we got gunny shout out to gunny who who the very first time finished the raid gets the raid exotic <laughs> and uh jump back to anthem <laughs> Sounds like avoidance, Lala. Yeah, we, you know. <laughs> I think I, he rubs it in by having gunny. Yeah, I mean, you know, seriously. As if I'm uh, bad. You would, you would have given your slot up for gunny anyway. No, no fuck gunny. <laughs> God. Well, I guess we'll find out if gunny listens to this show. <laughs> Tell gunny about this later on, too. All right. So, uh, final verdict, Valiant. And you said it before. Buy, don't buy, yay, nay. Who knows? Uh, if if you want to if you want to game, you know, with us as a group, if you're somebody that that's a thing, then oh, I man. think it's a, it's it's a thing. If you're gonna solo this, I think it's a no. I think if you want to solo this game and you want to, you know, join in and see, you know, uh, you know, just hop on and and game, you're gonna get a bunch of blueberries and you might not like that experience as much. Yeah. Um, but if you want to game with people, if this is something where you think that it's gonna something that, that like you like to to do the Red Destiny stuff like we do. Uh, yeah, you'll have a good time with this game. All right. so that's how I'll qualify it. All right. Valiant, thank you for the Destiny review and the info. Uh, hopefully that will... Uh, hopefully that will or the uh, Anthem review. Or Destiny. Anthem. Good God. <laughs> Freudian slip. Anthem review. That one... God, that one wasn't even intentional like the intro was. Uh, <laughs> the Anthem review. <laughs> There's the old slip. Um, I want to thank you for thank you for being on the show and uh, sharing your thoughts on Anthem. There, I got it right. Well, thanks for thanks for having me, guys. You know, I like to be on and yeah, we know, we you don't like to hear my on. voice on the recording, but um, you know what that means. You like being on. That's one of four people on here that likes being on the show. <laughs> uh, wait, who are the other three? Right. okay um so thank you very much for that so let's uh let's close this baby out because this is a long one uh welcome all new members of the clan we have had a surge of pc xbox and ps4 players for anthem 
get in there, click profiles, find names, get people on your friends list, get in our communities on Xbox, on Steam, and well, I guess it'd be an origin in this case, and on uh, and on PS4. So fill your friends list. Uh, next show will be on March 11th. Uh, recording March 11th, released on the 13th. Um, our Facebook page is facebook.com slash Grim Reaper Gamers. Jammer, hit me with that Twitter, buddy. Uh, grgamers.com, spell out the dot D-O-T. And as always, if you have any feedback, love us, hate us, just want to tell us to screw off. Reapercast at grimreapergamers.com. And as always, check out the forums, forums.grimreapergamers.com. Guys, Thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, pretty jammed up show, uh, jam packed, I should say, with uh, tons of news and anthem. Taco Bell helps with that, John. Yeah, <laughs> Taco Bell definitely helps with that. Uh, so, want to thank you guys for being on the show. So, let's wrap this up uh, for for Lala, for Jammer, for Valiant. This is Johnny Hustler saying, stay safe, have a great next couple of weeks, and as always, never game alone.